to the Lifting You Higher podcast with Brenda Hoppus and Jessica Carter. We're here to help empower, encourage, and lift you up on your everyday walk with the Lord. We're so excited to have you join us today. Be sure to follow us on our Facebook page at Lifting You Higher podcast for more fun and interaction with the hosts and encouragement when you need it the most. today. What are we talking about today, Brenda? Loneliness. Um, I think that loneliness has come out the closet. I mean, it's really having a moment right now. You hear it on TV. um, You hear it everywhere, basically. I uh, was listening to a commercial on TV about loneliness, and I know it's probably about COVID-19 has brought this out. And, you know, it used to be that if you were lonely, you kind of kept that on the down low because it made you look weak. (laughs) But now it's like just out everywhere and it's having a moment with everybody. And I think that's awesome. You know, that's a positive thing we can take away from COVID-19 is that let's address this because this is something everybody deals with. Mm -hmm. And if people are saying, I don't really have a problem with COVID, with loneliness, Mm -hmm. uh, my response to them is, liar, liar, pants on fire, (laughs) you know, because everybody has some bits of loneliness that they have to deal with. And so that's what I really hope you and I can um, bring, shed some light on it and and direct people to maybe a better way of handling it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I even saw an app for a mental health uh, check-in, I guess, every day. <laughs> like, you can put if you've been happy or sad, and then, so it's just so prevalent. Loneliness, and I think just mental health in general has been really prevalent, and it has, like you said, just kind of come out into the open with us being stuck at home and being in quarantine and all of the craziness that has happened recently. So Yeah, well, and to add to that, my I work for a company that's a national company, and so on our intranet, service that we have just for our company nationwide they keep posting things like if you need to talk to someone we have our hr department can direct you to oh, wow. you know services that can help you deal with working from home because we're all working from home sure. you know and you know if it's you're struggling with you know this isolation or mm-hmm. loneliness or whatever and i'm like oh my goodness this national company <laughs> is even you know which that's pretty progressive when you think yeah. about it but it's wow. just like it's really prevalent it's everywhere and mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, I think that's a good thing because we do need to deal with it. If yeah. you keep anything hidden or in the dark, it just grows. Well, and especially loneliness because loneliness can lead to severe depression and not just depression. It can lead to like, okay, I read a statistic that says that loneliness was associated with a risk of early death. <laughs> As in, it's an equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. And it was more lethal than obesity. Loneliness was. <laughs> that hurts. I know. So if we let our loneliness like stick around for too long, 
we have a high risk factor. Oh my goodness. I know. I, I couldn't believe that. I was like, 15 cigarettes a day was the equivalent. Oh, that is so gross. I know. <laughs> like, I know. Um, yeah, that is wild. Well, I um, I once had a pastor say, uh, tell another pastor, it's like, you need to get a dog. <laughs> Well, you know, get a pet. Yeah. Because you know, so um, I, I I remember overhearing that conversation. I wasn't a part of the conversation. I just <laughs> was kind of like passing by and I heard it. And I thought, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I probably need to get a pet. <laughs> and so I did. And it, and I just took it for my own advice. And sure. it really does make a difference because, you know, there's another being in the house with mm-hmm. you and you're not just, you know, you. Mm-hmm. And I, I have friends that don't have pets and they're totally fine too. But yeah. Um, and, and that's that's just kind of a that's also kind of like a band-aid on the whole situation too I yes. mean because you know you've got this pet but there's still deeper issues that mm-hmm. maybe you have to um, be addressed and and like I said I just think everybody suffers some type of loneliness because I think it's a it's like a natural thing and it's like a supernatural thing yeah okay so natural is we if you're alone if you're alone a lot you're gonna have to address loneliness mm-hmm. and because you're separated yourself from people sure. and we're, we're pack people. <laughs> you know, it's like, yes. I like to watch those animal shows because <laughs> yeah. I swear if you watch those animal shows, it, it makes so much sense about how people behave because yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's what we do. Yep. I know it was antelope, <laughs> but I'm sorry. The antelope are just like people. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. And so it's like, you know, I watch those shows and I think, you know, we, we're supposed to be around people. So if you get isolated, if you're working eight hours a day at home by yourself, when you used to be in an office with tons of people, mm-hmm. or if you're just isolated because you're struggling with mental health issues to deal with people, it's, it's not a good thing, and, and, and that's because aloneness, if that's a word, I'll make it up, aloneness yeah. leads to loneliness, too. Yes. So you're supposed to be with people. And, yeah. yeah. We weren't even, I mean, we're, we weren't created to be alone. Right. I right. mean, God created Adam and then Eve, so they were meant to be together as one. So we're meant to be with other people, friends, family, relatives, everybody. We're meant to not do life by ourselves, and I think sometimes when, the, when, we get busy and our focus is off of the things we need to be focused on, especially spending time with the people we care about most, that can lead towards loneliness and even more loneliness than just having nothing to do. Yeah. Well, and that, and I, for me, that's so true because when I had to go to the office mm-hmm. eight to five, Monday through Friday, I would come home and my home would be like my sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I was okay that I was alone because I'd had enough of people all day long. <laughs> And, and when I, we got the word that we were going to be working from home, I was like not happy about it. I was very concerned because I thought, no, my house, my home is my sanctuary away mm-hmm. from people. I don't want to ruin it, you know, and, um, having to work from there, will just ruin it. And, um, so then I'm, I had to move all my equipment in and start working from home. And it was like, I really loved it. But then I realized, oh my goodness, this is so I'm so isolated here. So yeah. I had to actually start making efforts, mm-hmm. you know, efforts to get out mm-hmm. and meet, well, when we could, when we didn't sure. have to shelter at home, but make efforts to meet with people and mm-hmm. um, do things because I I saw that it could lead very quickly to just being, I mean, isolated. I, I learned about Amazon. 
Prime. Oh, the lovely Amazon Prime. You know, I was like, I was like, uh, for the first time, I ordered something off of Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. You know, and it, the guy delivered it to my doorstep. It's wonderful. I know, and I was like, I don't need to leave this house nope. if I don't want to. And I thought, this is scary. You know, mm-hmm. this is just like opening the door for a whole bunch of stuff to come in. Absolutely. And and that's where loneliness slugs over to the supernatural mm-hmm. side because it's like, it's. You know, it's like if, if they pick off the first one, you know, if you get picked mm-hmm. off from the herd, you're going to be in trouble. And and so it's really a dangerous thing. And Absolutely. it's and it's also very it's so painful. I mean, loneliness is so painful. And um, and I, I don't I don't think God wants us to deal with that. that no, way. yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. What does loneliness look for you? Like, how do you know that you're being, uh, you know, you're feeling lonely and you need to do something about it? I think you just feel, um, I think you just hurt, your heart hurts, you know, it's like, it's like, God, you know, my, I'm, I'm feeling alone, my heart hurts, I feel like, you know, if I died, you know, how many days would it take him to find my body, you know, you really, (laughs) this sounds crazy, but it's like, you know, if I'm not at work the next day, somebody's going to call, but you know, it's like, you know, I would like to think, yeah, (laughs) but, um, you know, it's just like, you know, you just feel like, Nobody cares. You know, I'm just here by myself. And what's the point? You know, it's, I think a depression It's just like, you know, like maybe be the ugly sister of loneliness. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. you know, it's just right around the corner that, mm-hmm. that is waiting there for you. And so, and I, and I think a lot of it goes back to, and um, just, this is a big leap, but I think loneliness comes from the fact that, you know, when we were being formed in our womb, in the mother, in our mother's womb, when mm-hmm. we were created, God, you know, He says, it says in, in Jeremiah that I knew you before I formed you. Mm-hmm. So He's in there and He's forming us. And whenever you make something, you leave your fingerprints all over it. Yeah. And you know, like if I got up right now and went and made a ham sandwich. My fingerprints would be all over that ham sandwich, you mm-hmm. know. And if you went and made the ham sandwich, your fingerprints would be all over it too. And it would be, we'd have two ham sandwiches, but they might look, they'd be totally different. Sure. And so God is in there and He's forming us and He's leaving His fingerprints all over us. And then we come out and, and we're just these little babies and we come out. And the fingerprints don't really matter much because we're so needy, you know, just basic needs to live. But as we grow and mature, this fingerprint is still there and it's and until we match it up mm. to the person that left it we're going to have loneliness yes. and and that to me is how it boils down is that i got to make sure that fingerprint that he left in me matches up to him so that there isn't an opportunity for loneliness mm-hmm. and that's how i does that make sense yeah yeah absolutely i think for me it might be a little bit different i just feel like I don't feel connected. Like I don't feel connected even with my spouse. I don't feel connected to anyone or anything. And I feel like sometimes when I'm on the verge of being lonely, I have those thoughts of I'm not good enough. Like I can do nothing right. And um, sometimes loneliness comes out when I've pushed myself way too far out of my comfort zone. (laughs) Because then I'm like, wait, I said that word wrong or I stumbled over my word and I just start to like, you know, form into myself and just hide and I feel like that also leads, I mean, that leads me into loneliness for sure. And then um, sometimes I, I overthink things way too much. And if I feel like I've embarrassed myself, if it's like silly things, well, okay, it's silly. 
But if it's like something major, I, I'm just close in. I like hide away and then that turns into loneliness for me. And it's really hard sometimes. I mean, I feel like the enemy likes to put little lies in my head. Like oh. you're not good enough. But you know, I am and we all are. We are good enough. I mean, God created us. I mean, we're in his image. So I feel like we're, we are definitely good enough. And even though we fail, I feel like those are learning experiences, not just a set in stone, like, okay, you're done, you know? Yes. <laughs> you should hide away. You've made a huge mistake. It's not like that at all. I, uh, I so can relate to what you said about when you make a mistake because, you know, of course we know that Jessica is, like, in her 30s, and I'm, this year, I, I um, it's okay. well, just keep it on the down low, but this year I turned the big six zero, and it, <laughs> I'm just trying to deal with it, so... I've been around a couple times um, longer than you have, but mm-hmm. I I distinctly remember when I w- that happened to me one time. I had was in ministry, and I had said something that was inappropriate to oh. someone else. I mean, I, I did it. I did. I did what I said wasn't right. Yeah. And so, um, and so I go home, and of course, God brings it to your attention. Yeah, you shouldn't have said that. And um, so the next time I have to go out and minister that person's going to be in the group and I, and I don't want to go. I mean, I'm just sitting there and I don't want to go and I just want to crumble inside, yes. you know, shut the door, say, I, you know, I'm going to heaven. Yep. So my world <laughs> deal with it yourself. Yeah. I'm out <laughs> and I was sitting there thinking, you know, loneliness sounds pretty good right now. And, um, I was, and and I'm telling you, the Holy spirit just spoke to me and said, remember when Jesus saw Peter and mm-hmm. he said, Peter, do you love me? Yeah. And Peter said, of course I love you. And then he said, Peter, do you love me? And he said, of course I love you. Mm-hmm. And he did that three times. Mm-hmm. And it, and I, and the Holy Spirit just showed me this was God's way of talking to Peter, saying, I know you messed up. Mm-hmm. I love you. You've got to get up and keep going. And so, um, so for me, whenever I do that, because I'm not perfect, I'm still going to say something inappropriate <laughs> or, you know, do something that hurts somebody's feelings. It's just going to happen. Yeah. You know, that's how I address it with myself is like, do you love Jesus? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. do you, you know, I, I say that three times and then it, it makes me get up and go. I mean, literally I was sitting on the couch curled up in a ball and I oh, wasn't wow. going anywhere. And, um, and so, so the only way to handle loneliness all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> so the only way we can handle loneliness is that we have to take it to God, our father. Yeah. Cause he's the one that made us and he knows the cracks mm-hmm. that are, you know, where all the loneliness has creeped in. Yep. And, um, and he's the only one that can address it and get it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like we also need to remember what the word says about us yeah. because I know I forget a lot about what the word says about me. Like sometimes, you know, when I'm down and I'm feeling so isolated Especially during the pandemic time, like I know I felt isolated for a few days. So I have to, you have to remember what the word says about you because you were, you know, created in God's image and he didn't cause us, you know, he doesn't want us to be lonely. He hasn't forgotten or forsaken us or all of that, any of that. So I think it's important for us to remember. Um, I feel like I tell my friends this all the time. Well, what does the word say? What does the word say about this? What does the word say about you? like oh, they're like oh oh yeah I guess you're right <laughs> I'm not a failure you know I'm so take loved. your own advice I know <laughs> I need to take my own advice <laughs> oh yeah. that's hysterical uh, so yeah so how do you overcome loneliness I mean how do you walk it out I know um you know well first we know that we have 
have Jesus living in our heart. I mean, mm-hmm. I you know, when I look at people that I know personally who do not have Jesus in their heart, I'm like, I don't know how you made it this long on the planet. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. I mean, I would probably, I can't imagine still being alive. Yeah. But, you know, but by grace of God, they are. And so, um, you know, so we know if we're going to, if we're going to, come head on to loneliness and deal with it. It's like, okay, I have that all the time. It's not just a, an occasional, you know, moment. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing we have to look at is, do we have Jesus living in our heart? Have we accepted him as our savior? Uh, because everything else is just, I mean, what are you going to get from an app? I mean, I if I click know. on an app and say, I'm lonely. Okay. Yesterday I smiled. <laughs> I get two points for that. I mean, what does that mean? I'm just I- like, I mean, it's, it's cute, but you know, it's, it's not going to help me. And, and that's the scary thing because, you know, I told you about my, did I ever tell you about my Kate Spade watch? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I wear that because things are cute, but they can be so, that's such a facade as to what's Mm -hmm. going on behind the cuteness. Yes. You know, so I'm a big, I love Kate Spade stuff. I can't afford Kate Spade stuff. (laughs) But I like it. <laughs> Anything, everything. I mean, it doesn't matter. I like it. I just like it. But anyway, yeah. so uh, I really, really wanted a Kate Spade watch, but I couldn't afford the one I wanted. So <laughs> I like stalked this watch. Yeah. For, for like two years, and that's not, I'm not exaggerating. I promise I did. And I finally, it finally found it. Finally got it in a store for the price that I was willing to pay. And the reason why it was so important was one is I really liked it. It was pretty, but also the the Kate Spade, Spade story is just so tragic. I mean, here's this beautiful woman mm-hmm. who made beautiful things. She had tons of money. She was married to a handsome husband, had beautiful children, and then one day she just kills herself. You know, and it's commits suicide. And I'm yeah. like, what the heck? You know, and and so um, for me, I wear this watch now to remember that. I don't care what I'm looking at at the outside. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter because there's something going on behind that. Yeah. And that's for me too, for me personally, you know, I can act like, oh, <laughs> you know, I like to make jokes and kid around, but there might be some really tragic loneliness going on behind that. And so I have to, when I look at people, don't just buy into the, oh, I'm fine. Is it going well? Mm-hmm. You know, how you doing? Hi, oh, great. How are you? And, and then we never tap into that loneliness is just mm-hmm. like, mold is just growing yeah. it kind of brings me brings us to a point i wanted to mention is like social media social media is horrible for that because we put on a face like every celebrity every like per- food critic i don't know whoever we follow on instagram or facebook they always put a facade so like kate spade you never know if they're truly lonely or depressed or you know thinking have mental of, health issues yeah. Yeah, yeah or thinking about suicide and I know for me, like there for a while, I was addicted. I mean, I might still be addicted to social media. But when we are so focused on trying to feel connected through social media, that's not a true connection. Yeah. That is not a true connection at all. Like just because you have a thousand friends on social media doesn't mean that you're connected to all of them. Doesn't mean that you have a true like one-on-one connection. And honestly, it's only a temporary uh, satisfaction. I mean, it's like you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm connected to these 10 people, whoever. I yeah. don't know. But you're really not. Have you had a conversation with them recently? Did you see them in person? They yeah. could be some, like, 12-year-old boy, in, you know, in his bedroom <laughs> or something. No, I mean, you know. Yes. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Like, and I think until we, we separate, like, social media is great. Don't get me wrong. I do like it because it helps me keep up with my friends. The friends, the true friends that I have a connection with that I actually see and have coffee with and actually talk about, pray for those kind yeah. of friends. But I, I think it's, we have to be really cautious because I feel like loneliness can come in from there too. I mean, loneliness honestly can come in from everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. If we're yeah. not careful. Well, the the slick thing about social media is that, again, you're just, you're building up that facade of, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm cool, look, I, I've got the pecul- coolest clothes, the coolest mm-hmm. car, or whatever, you know, I'm doing, you know, magical things, look at me, you know, whatever. <laughs> and uh, everything, again, you're just building up that facade, but what's really going behind that is just, you know, the, the isolation and the loneliness. I mean, mm-hmm. if those are two warning signs being alone or isolation are like red flags it's like okay you know i need to take a real look at am i connected with people yeah i think also you kind of touched on this earlier is busyness (laughs) i the busier busy you are you feel oh i'm connected i'm with somebody you know busyness doesn't mean that we're connected and that you know we're we're with other people the people we should be with the, I mean, I, I feel like the busier I get, the more distracted I am. Distra- more distracted from reading the word and can, being connected with my core group of friends. Like I have, I think I have like five or ten really, really close friends. And then I have some acquaintances that I hang out with and, you know. And I feel like I get really distracted from those people if I am, if I fill my schedule up. I mean, the, the busier my week is, that does not make me feel connected. It makes me feel burnt out and on the verge of loneliness and isolation. Right, right. Well, and and even the, even the spiritual people are people that are, mm. you know, how many times have we heard about a pastor committing suicide? Yeah. I mean, and, and it's because they felt, you know, leave a note that says I was isolated and, you know, they got picked out from the herd, mm-hmm. you know, somehow, you know, they were, got picked out of the herd. Yeah. And, um. That's, that should we get a t-shirt that says, don't get picked out from the herd. I like it. We should. <laughs> I love that. I love that idea. And make it an animal print. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, done. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Don't get picked out from the herd and it'll be an animal print. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I want one in for long sleeve shorts. Yes. <laughs> Hoodie, zip up. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah, we're, I'm on that. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, so let's talk about, lastly, how we can handle or deal with loneliness. Yes. yes. What are some good ways that we can do that? Well, I think first, um, again, I mean, I know this is going to sound so, uh, oh, I don't know how to describe it. Probably, um, I don't want to sound preachy or, um, oh, she's so old fogey. But, uh, you know, the first thing, well, of course, you know, we talked about that. How can you, you have to match yourself up to the maker you know you have to yeah. get you have to get that on board and then the second thing you have to get is um you know jesus said you know the, the night he left he said listen i'm leaving mm-hmm. and when i leave it's a good thing yeah which you know i'm sure it kind of blew the disciples mind they were like what yeah. <laughs> you know? and i'm leaving and i'm leaving but when i leave something better is coming mm-hmm. and that something better can be with you all the time all the time in you out outside you around you all the time yeah and that's why it's better I go and that was the Holy Spirit and so I think you know for me it's like I I can't imagine not having the comforter the 
the Holy Spirit in my life because yeah. that is like same. I mean, it's like you could put me on the moon and I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it may be rough because you know it's just <laughs> it's me and the moon, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure my dog can't come. But um, but I won't be alone, alone yeah. because I will have Him there. Absolutely. And and so that is so important to understand. The power of that, and, and that is not something I'm making up. I mean, you go to the book of John 14, that chapter, just it's all laid out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's not some kind of heretical thing that I'm, you know, talking about. It's in the Bible, yeah. And you can't pick and choose from what's in there. <laughs> it's chapter 14 of the book of John, yeah. And um, so it's like you've got to have that because I can't imagine not having that because I can't go anywhere or do anything, and I know I'm truly not alone. Mm-hmm. And I can know, I can converse with the Holy Spirit and yeah. know that, you know, I know sometimes I tell people, it was like, listen, I got like three voices going on in my head at the same time. <laughs> you know, I got my own, yeah. I got, you know, my flesh is screaming uh-huh. something and it's usually never good. <laughs> yep. And, and then it's the Holy Spirit, you mm-hmm. know, so I can have three. So if you hear any voices, it's okay. <laughs> scare me with something else yeah that's not yeah. scaring me and uh spiders or snakes yeah but you know if you're hearing voices i'm okay we can talk that out yeah um but it's like that's what's you know so i can't imagine not having the holy spirit and that only really comes through the baptism of the holy spirit mm-hmm. and again look at book of john sure. it walks you out walks you through it you know of how that happens and that it's real and um so that's that's my first thing. Number one is let's just knock that off the list and, and do it. Yeah, absolutely. No, I 100% agree with that. I think also is worship for me. Oh, yeah. it, it is so, I'm being 100% honest right now, it is hard to worship when I'm feeling isolated and, and alone. But if I push myself to do it, it's like an instant turnaround. It's like instantly I don't feel isolated. I don't feel alone. And I think – um We've kind of already touched on this, but for me is always go back to the word. What does the word say? What does the word say about loneliness? What does it say about you in particular? I think that's important. And for me is just a connection, like a physical connection with my friends, with the Lord, with scripture, some anything, like just connecting with people for me, which again is so hard because you don't want to reach out and ask for help. You really don't. You just want to, I'm just going to curl up in my bowl and hide. Well, and you're afraid you'll get rejected. But That's you, true. But, yeah. you know, the Bible says you have to be a friend. And and so I, you have to, like, really force yourself out there mm-hmm. to make friends. And how do you make friends? You make friends by doing friendly things. Yeah. You know, it's like, they're like, I like to be around that girl because she's so friendly, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And so you have to push yourself out there and you have to make friends. And then... And then it gets easier. It's like working out. I mean, the first time you show up at the gym, it's like <laughs> horrid. You know, it's like, I don't want to be I here. here? Yeah. People are looking at me like, oh, my gosh, you should have been here years ago. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know. and But you have to push yourself out there, and you have to make friends. Yeah. And, and to do that, you need to be in a place where you can make friends. And, you know, um, it may not be the workplace. Sometimes that's not the worst place to try to look for friends. But, you know, and it comes from being around people that you know that are good people. You've seen the way they behave. It might mm-hmm. be your neighbor. It might be people you go to church with. Let's hope it's people you go to church with. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, you can reach out and just start being friendly. 
and and doing friendly things mm-hmm. you know it's like hey you know i know that you've had a rough week so look i made you some brownies yeah you know, yeah or something you know, just start small start small for, forcing yourself out there yeah. or organizing things you know like hey let's go get coffee or mm-hmm. you know or let's go to lunch you know and just really forcing yourself out there to make friends and it it is uncomfortable mm-hmm. but the alternative is even more uncomfortable, and that is just succumbing to loneliness and what happens after that. Yeah. And I just want to remind all of us, speaking to myself here as well, that um, we're not meant to do life by ourselves. We're not, we're not meant to do life alone, we're, and we're not forgotten. Like we, we're, we will never be forgotten. And I say this a lot because it's really important to me and I want all of the ladies out there to know this, that you are loved, that you are cherished, that you are known and not forgotten and, um, you know, that you're a great human being. Like you are, God created us. Like he would, he, he has not made a single mistake. That's right. And, And he has not made a mistake in you by creating you or me. So I, I do say that a lot, so be prepared to hear that a lot. But. No, um, I think it needs to be, because we live in a society where, you know, if we don't have the perfect body or the perfect yeah. hair or the perfect face, you know, you know, well, now I'm getting the age that maybe a little nip and tuck would be okay, but, <laughs> not, you know, when we're making changes to our body yeah. so that we look for the fashion now. I mean, I'll tell you a story about this, and this yeah. is so true. I'll be like really outing myself here right now, and we've only got what, 29 minutes. I'll make it really fast. Um, so when I was a teenager, it was very important to have very thin eyebrows. Oh, okay. You know, you just mm-hmm. you wanted you want like pencil thin eyebrows. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the only way to get that was just to just keep plucking them. You know, I mean, you just. <laughs> I mean, you may want to turn away if you're a guy about this. This is true. <laughs> the only way to do that was you just had to, you know, yeah. mercil, you know, mercilessly keep just Ugh. keep plucking them, and until you damaged the root so badly mm-hmm. that it would not grow back, and so you'd have these perfect. Uh, now, okay, so that now your eyebrows look great. Okay, you yeah. look great. All right, everything. Now, 2020, what is the fashion? Big, big bushy. Big, yeah. bushy oh my gosh. Eyebrows. And I'm like, I got nothing left <laughs> to grow. <laughs> You know what? Like, I am not one to follow fashion rules, so I really don't care. My eyebrows do their own thing. <laughs> I don't really care. I'm just like, I, I got, you know, I'm like, oh, oh my, this is a perfect example of yeah. trying to. Absolutely. So when we're, say, making friends, we're not trying to, you know, fit into society. We're just yeah. trying to make it on a personal level. It's mm-hmm. a real level. Yes. A real level. You know, yeah. A real, a, a deep connection. Like, we don't want sur- surface friends. Right. Which is like, what social media is again, just yes, surface. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we want something, somebody like that who will tell us their story and we can trust them with ours. Yes. And we have that deeper connection. Just like surface level friends are okay, but those aren't the people that you're going to run to when you need help the most. Right. They're not, they're, those are not the people that are going to be there for you when you need somebody yes. to be there for you. Yeah. So I think it's super important that we remember to create those for, and it doesn't have to be a lot of people. It could be one or two really, really close friends. Right. In fact, you couldn't, if you're going to really have one or two close friends, you can't really maintain, mm-hmm. you know, a bulk of I know. 10 friends. I mean, that would be like, that would, I mean, those, you can have 10, you can have a big party. I mean, I've had a big party <laughs> at my house, you know, where sure. there's no room to, but I can't maintain deep relationships with that yes. many people. There's no you way. Know, there's just going to be like 
two or three in there that mm-hmm. I know I could call and say, you know, please pray for me. It's two o'clock in the morning and I'm in trouble. Yeah. You know, so, uh, so yeah, but I'm not, so yeah, so we're not talking about, you know, trying to make, you know, like this isn't a, how many friends can I, you know? Yes. Please don't go out and make a hundred friends and be like, uh, you guys lied. <laughs> we're not telling you to go out and get a ton of friends. Just find those one or two Deep connections, you know. So that's the assignment. That's the assignment. Yeah. Is that you have to make a connection with someone. Yes. Yeah, you have to go out. You have to call somebody that's on your list and, you know, in your cell phone, your phones, mm-hmm. and that you know is a decent human being. <laughs> I mean, they're not perfect. Nobody's no, perfect. Nobody's We're perfect. all going to make mistakes. Yes. We're going to do things. You know, we're going to talk about forgiveness later in one of our other podcasts. But, you know, we're not talking about trying to find the perfect person. But, you know, just look at your phone, look at your contact mm-hmm. list, pick someone out and say, you know, let's go have lunch together. Yeah. You know, find some time to just hang out with someone. Make a connection. Be brave. Yes. Be brave and, and reach out of your comfort zone and just do it. <laughs> you, you won't be sorry for sure. So let's uh just we'll just end this with a like a we just want to bless you anybody that was listening um and say thank you for listening um we want to thank the people that supported us to make this happen and we just we just pray we'll speak blessings over everybody in your home over your family your um, husbands your wives your children that um, they will be blessed and they will be kept safe and that that um that god will really use them in this time of, of what we're in and that you will be lifted up above it and, and see the real movement.